everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 203. Wow. These numbers just keep on going up. They sure do. <laughs> I'm Chuck. And I'm Arlo. We're back. Yeah. Yay. We're here to make the numbers go up <laughs> and to talk about a movie. Yeah. Uh, this week it is our final Universal Soldier movie. Oh, no. There have been so many. Would you say it was a day of reckoning? <laughs> I would, because we watched 2012's Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Oh, yeah. I reckon reckon we did. Starring Scott Atkins. Uh Uh-huh. Finally. Is this our first, like, proper Scott Atkins movie? He has been in a couple of other movies that we've seen, but this is really like, okay, Scott Atkins, let's see what you got. Right. Which I fully admit, I went into this movie like... Okay, dude, show me that you can do things. People say you do things. I want to see you do things. <laughs> yeah. Dance monkey, show me the things that you do, Scott yes. Atkins. <laughs> Impress me. <laughs> um, Change my mind. Yes. <laughs> Just sitting at a table like, come on, Scott Atkins. People tell me you do things. Do them. <laughs> Change my mind. So, okay, I want to say going into this, when I hit, when I was going to hit play, mm-hmm. I looked at the description and the genre distinctions and it said action horror. And oh. I went, well, that's dumb. What idiot put that in there? That's accurate. Sure. Yeah. The, I, I have been on this kick for a, a little while now where I've been trying to make the case that, that action movies are essentially horror movies with more upbeat soundtracks. <laughs> okay. It's true. I mean, you think about what horror movies, what people love about them. They like the kills. They like the villain. That's an action movie. Right. Well, I mean, it's like a horror movie is like an action movie where you're just kind of rooting for the uh, the villain and there's not right. necessarily a hero that's going to kick ass. Exactly. So exactly. action movies are just that like, oh, yeah, well, watch this and rip off yeah. the shirt and <laughs> go to right. town. That doesn't work so um, well for the final girl, though. You know, no, she would lose no. the, her powers if she ripped off her shirt. True, it's the horror um, rules. <laughs> <laughs> but th- this this is like a bridge between the tr- two. This is unlike any of the other Universal Soldier movies. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah. And technically, it's a direct sequel to the last one. Mm-hmm. It's even the same director, even though it doesn't feel like it at all. That dude matured from, and it's it's John Hyams, who's Peter Hyams' kid, who mm-hmm. directed The Relic, which was last week's episode, unless oh. you're listening to this six months from now. <laughs> oh, but his, 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 it's, it's his bright sun, because he decided to, like, turn on the lights. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can see this film. Yeah. Um, his dad did the cinematography for the last one, did not do it for this one, so mm. that's probably why it, it was It looks visual. okay, yeah. But like that that pitbull pitbull UFC fighter dude is in this. Um, yes. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining pop star pitbull like fighting Jean Claude. Sure. Van well, when I, I saw it's... the name on the box, I was like, "Is that his real name? Is the music guy in this? That's strange." Um, mm-hmm. I, I believe. I mean, obviously, Dolph and Jean Claude are in this as well. Kind of, maybe, sort of. I don't know. Yeah, they, um, they float in and out of this movie from time to time. <laughs> Also, I think the the quote unquote doctor who is like the big reveal towards the end of this, like, hello, I'm Dr. Frankenstein. I did all these things. Mm-hmm. I think he was in the last one also. Okay, sure. 
here's the thing. I don't remember jack shit about the last one except that it sucked. Yeah. It was just it was real bombed boring. out Bulgaria and yeah. everything sucked about it. And yeah. that's why it's so surprising. This one is totally different from that and totally different from all the rest of them. Yeah, the last one was like, you know, the latter day expendable sequel of like, hey, we found a building that's all but about to fall apart. Uh, we can do yeah. whatever we want in here. Shoot all the guns, uh-huh. throw all the people they don't care. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it was just one of those situations. And this is like, well, this is basically Heart of Darkness or Apocalypse Now, whichever you want to say. I mean, it's... there there are heavy uh, yeah. Apocalypse Now, Heart of Darkness vibes, especially in one part where they're right. going through the bayou on this boat it's, real slow like and everything it, after that is like, oh, OK, I see what you're going for here. It's real weird because it's like very Heart of Darkness, but also like upgrade before it was upgrade. Um, kind because. Of? Scott Atkins' entire motivation in this is, like, this starts like Hardcore Henry in that it's all, like, first-person Scott Atkins' view. And uh-huh. he's got a wife and a young daughter who's like, there's monsters in my bed. And he's like, oh, no, there's not. Dude, whatever. Just <laughs> come sleep with mommy. I'm going to go wash my face and then go down to the kitchen. And, oh, shit, there's dudes in masks. <laughs> like, daughter was not yeah. lying. Um, and they proceed to just beat the fuck out of Scott Atkins and basically uh-huh. almost murder him. They they, they they actually murdered him I mean, because they, they whacked him in the head with a crowbar, like, 20 times and that that's here's, gonna murder someone. so here's the thing right away it is very obvious he's a universal soldier sure like right away like i i had zero doubt in my mind like as soon as i was like there's no way i don't care how cool you are scott atkins you're not taking a crowbar to the face right. 80 times and just being like ow yeah but they beat the <laughs> shit out of him until he's all but dead and then drag his wife and kid in there and shoot him in front of him and then just leave him for dead and then van damme yes. shoots them yes van damme <laughs> rips off his his uh ski mask and it's like it is he's gone full colonel kurtz he has no hair and it's mm-hmm. like yeah, and it's just like, he doesn't say anything, he's just like, watch this, and then yeah. shoots like first his wife, and then Scott Atkins is screaming in first person view, and then goes to the daughter, and then like it like cuts to, like, he's woken up from a coma, basically, and he's in a fancy hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, yeah, you've been out for like nine months or something like that, like in a coma, yeah. and uh, you know, and so. do you recognize this guy? His name's Luke Devereaux. He's, uh, he's probably the guy and yeah scott atkins is like yep yeah because there's also like besides doctors and nurses and stuff it's in a hospital in case you were wondering what that is uh-huh. um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um there's also an fbi guy and he's just like hey yes. we uh you know if you can remember anything about you know do you recognize this guy is this guy that murdered your family and he's like yes it is and he's like yep uh-huh. Devereaux, super special ops guy you know bad news anyway we'll went, take it from went here. rogue at some point so uh I mean, basically it's like it's not like hey here's the information to go get him it's just like yeah all right we just want to confirm that we'll, we'll take it from here and of course scott atkins get it out and you know he's got a cane you know it's like there's a little bit of like he's got to like eat food and do basic things and they're like you know i'm just saying like you know like he's gotta like get yep. be- you know gotta get better a little bit and then it's like the he's- first first third of the movie is just him eating food yeah doing stuff he's on the scott atkins diet <laughs> yeah um but yeah he's uh yeah he's basically like eventually like checks out and limps out with a cane and then, you know, it's just like, of course, he starts immediately, you know, he goes home and like has a good cry and then like starts immediately investigating his family. You know, this is where it becomes upgrade, basically, because it's just like, right. all right, like any p- possible leads, like because it's real weird because he starts getting phone calls right away from like some other life that's obviously not his. And he's just like, sure. Yeah. OK, I'll go with that because he gets a call from a guy. and He's like, hey, man, I'm kind of. <laughs> 
freaking out here, man. You want to come see me? And he's like, sure, yeah, give me the address. He's like, it's at my house. I'm like, yeah, just anyway, because I don't remember shit. He's not telling people that he doesn't have a memory. But he's like, just give me the address anyway. And basically, he's he goes, been gone for nine months. Yeah. Well, he also like woke up with no memory, basically. But hey, yes, I know. yeah, spoiler. Yeah, game. basically, he doesn't remember anything. All he remembers is his wife and kid were killed. Right. And he just starts piecing the clues together. Yep. Which usually means going from place to place, and it's like, oh no, someone has died here. Yeah. The first place is this guy that called him. Is like, hey man, I'm flipping out. And he goes over. And this guy's been like brutally murdered, and he's just like, yeah. oh shit. Uh, yeah. And then just sees a phone number from a like a titty bar uh, matchbook, you know, and he's just like, I'm going to go with his name. Place on it yeah with his name on it um so he's just like well i guess i'm gonna take the titty bar matchbook and go there and of course and you know and this mm-hmm. is where he picks up his you know resident stripper friend uh right who's just like we need a lady in the movie basically um because i mean they she, also she... meet uh they, they meet a guy named larry strip club larry i like to call him uh <laughs> yeah he's a guy who likes to have fun <laughs> yeah he's, he's a he's a swell guy he's... it's real weird because like he he looks like um oh god i just <sighs> Is it Larry Miller? Is that that actor's dude name? The kind of baldy guy who's just kind of always like very matter of fact speaky, like uh, the, the the dad from Ten Things I Hate About yes, You. Yes, yes, yeah, that's Larry Miller. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I he this guy kind of looks like Larry Miller, but like if Larry Miller was like, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, it's just it's real weird because he goes like full aggro like real quick because like uh, yeah, Atkins, Atkins is just talking to the stripper lady because like she was in the middle of her dance and it's just like, oh, I recognize you, and kind of gives him a stare. And then when it's over, he's like, hey, you recognize recognize me because i don't remember mm-hmm. shit and then this guy's yeah. like hey sweet tits let's dance you know like <laughs> he's like how about his having a lap dance roll larry here and he's yeah. got like a auto mechanic shirt on with his name on it and he's <laughs> just like hey take a hike guy <laughs> if you get to know larry you'll find out he's hairy yeah i don't know i just assume that's I like the strip club version of <laughs> chuck <laughs> he likes to fuck or buck or yeah, whatever chuck yep. or fuck yeah Anyway, uh, yes, um, yeah. So he like leaves with her. Well, not really. He goes. He follows. He's like, "Hey, uh, I want to talk." She's like, "Nope, not no time." And then just basically like follows her home and uh, accosts her in her. She lives in a hotel, basically, but like a motel. And so like accosts her and is like, "Don't scream." All right, fine. You recognize me, right? And it's like, you know, yes, yeah, I I recognize you. I can't believe you don't. You're looking at me like you don't know who I am. And anyway, yeah. let's go on adventures, but not uh, not before but the is, right before he left the hospital. The FBI guy went out to his car and made a phone call. He's like, activate the the cable guy or whatever the hell the, his profession was. was that <laughs> <laughs> the strip club. He was the cable guy. No, no I, I forget what oh, the oh, pitbull. He was a he was a plumber. Yeah, yes. that's right. Activate the plumber. So yes. He's just he's plumbing this lady's sink, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden is like that's not a euphemism. Bird. That's just he was actually <laughs> no, yeah, doing, no, he was he actually was working on the pipes. The cable. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Larry. He was at the strip club stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> he fixed the pipes, but he's just like he's doing plumbing things, and then just gets up and just pukes out all uh, everything out of him <laughs> into this lady's sink, and this lady's like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah," because he just pieces out after that. And like, yeah, and basically, so like, he's he's terminatored out, and yes. he shows up at stripper lady's apartment, and they proceed to demolish her bathroom. This uh, is like the, the the Pineapple Express fight kind of. It's, it's just kind of like <laughs> fuck everything in this place. It is going to be a yep. weapon, including like it is it is capped off by the fact that she actually does the same thing for Pineapple Express and brains the dude with the you know the porcelain from the back of the toilet. You yes, know, this yeah. was this was the genesis of me creating a list on Letterboxd of movies that. 
dudes get brained by the porcelain top of a toilet because it happened in Parker. Mm -hmm. uh, It happened in True Romance, happened in Pineapple Pineapple Express. And this, I was like, four movies, that's a trend. We need to get that going. Yeah, it's practically a trope. You got to get it on tropes now, TV tropes. It is... It is the best punctuation to a fight scene ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but even like through this, Scott Atkins is just like on the defensive. Like mm-hmm. he's not really fighting. He's just like trying to avoid I would side fighting. Note, when he was walking into the titty bar, he was just like looked at his cane and was like, nah. And that was, yeah. that was, that was the end of that. He just kind of like, it was like literally that like daddy's got to go to work moment because he just looks at his cane, like <laughs> looks at it. He's like, nah, don't need that anymore. And yes, <laughs> saunters into the strip club. Yeah. I mean, yep. again, it's upgrade before upgrade too. Cause yes. it's, it's like the same thing. It's like this dude's crypto all of a sudden is like, wait, no, actually I've got, I've got skills yeah. and I'm fine. Um, and there was there was a machine there was a machine there was a scene in a massage parlor <laughs> where the plumber first got activated right. uh where it's just it's obviously a bunch of universal soldiers just I it's, don't know acting I, out their I don't weird think it's sex a massage things. parlor I think it's like a weird sex club I think it's like a fetish club because like one well, dude is like literally getting his hand nailed and I mean like <laughs> that's again not a euphemism he's like nope. going he's going full Jesus and this he's lady getting is just Jesus, like yep. yeah, like yeah like oh you like nails in your hand okay like yeah but like, so Dolph is in a room. Dolph's mm-hmm. here. Never mind the fact that Dolph died twice now. I guess he's another clone. The movie never explains this. The movie never explains most of it. No. And I'll explain why I'm kind of okay with that later. But so Dolph is just in one of these rooms. I don't know. It looks like the suite. Um, yeah, he's in the then, pulsating neon room because like, yeah, you know, he's got pe- he's got top stripper like bottom bitch, whatever comes in. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, right. like I'm in the neon room, baby. And <laughs> yeah. And uh, so Pitbull comes in. Pitbull has murdered everyone in this place. Mm-hmm. And and Dolph just starts dolphing at him. You know, it's just like, hey, soldier, you got to be the number one. You... Well, and... he jabs him with a, a syringe and then he's like able to talk to him because at first right. it's, it's a fight, you know, because like he he, yes. he murders the stripper. <laughs> like, you know, he like shotgun blasts her across the room and like, right. you know, shotgun blasts like a lot of dudes getting there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and then eventually he just like he had some syringe on hand, jabs it and pitbull the fighter guy's neck not pitbull the singer guy's neck and um uh, and right. then basically like this movie should have had a giant huge uh epilepsy warning on it because holy yes. shit even i almost fucking seizured out at this sh- i shit. had to keep looking away from the screen just yeah. for fear of oh no maybe i have epilepsy i don't want this to happen yeah I, fuck that it's... pokemon episode because jesus <laughs> christ this is fucking yeah. insane like how this does not have a disclaimer at the front of it, I don't know, because this is full-on seizure-inducing strobing. I, yeah, because, I mean, it's not just like, hey, it's a strobe light in a club. I mean, it is, like, changing speeds. I mean, it is literally, like... It's an the, editing choice. Yeah, it is an it, actual editing well, choice just, that they're doing. I mean, it's literally the dictionary definition of, like, let's induce yeah. a seizure through lights, because, I mean, it's, yes. like, it's it's ramping different speeds and, uh, like, you know, and, uh, what's the fucking word for it? It's got that, like... <sighs> drop pattern thing you know where it's like a star field you know like yeah like a fisheye weird fisheye thing too because like you know Dolph's face like as he's talking about being a soldier and dude having free will <laughs> he eventually morphs into you know J- jean-claude van kurtz and you know like uh-huh and then you know it's just like then he i still don't know that he talks like i think jean-claude has like four lines of dialogue in this entire movie he doesn't say much no because like he, he walks he in the room and much. just like shoots guns and just glares and then like walks out because like again it's later it's like after this dude it's like oh I'm part of your cult now because basically like that's just it. it's like these universal soldiers have like figured out some sort of drug that lets them break the mind control thing and they're just like have this 
cult thing with this weird they even have a weird symbol it's like this like <laughs> it's si- like a question mark cross yeah it's like it's almost like a sickle like but like yeah and it, but it's got lines on it too i don't i don't know yeah like it's weird um they're, yeah. they're basically they're basically the borg when hugh went back and fractured off <laughs> the free will section of the borg mm. who are all just fucking pirates they're all just like, so they all just hang out and read playboy magazines and get into random fights with each other i'll just break um, like fucking sailors too because i mean yeah because <laughs> yeah. oh speaking of random fights like the the um some dude ra- decides to randomly swipe uh pitbull because like after he's like you know gotten in he, we're skipped all over the plot because there, there are also two things that need to be taken away before we skip completely over the the last of the motel fight <clears throat> um mm-hmm. scott atkins like pitbull came at them with an axe <laughs> and my axe um and in this <laughs> in this fight uh Basically, Scott Atkins gets two or three fingers chopped off he uh, does. On, one of, on one of his hands. <laughs> and then after the braining with the, the toilet, ba- uh, whatever the hell, the tank top or whatever mm-hmm. thing from the toilet tank. Uh, porcelain I think he, lid. Porcelain lid. Uh, he also takes an axe to the foot and chops off like it, it's a very clean cut because like it takes like, it, you know, it's probably like uh, an inch below the toes. Like it takes like the entire top part of his boot and <laughs> everything. Like yeah, it's it like the front third of his boot. Yeah, it's basically like from the steel toe up. Like because I mean, like if you had steel toe boots boots on, he made a perfect cut that like cut the boot off and everything. And then they were like, "Fuck it, peace out," and go jump on his <laughs> Ford Explorer and get the fuck out of there. But right. okay, now skipping back. So like he's gone back, you know, bandaged up his foot and gotten the you know, speech from Dolph and everything, and they're just partying. So the random dude decides to swipe his liquor. You you know, that there's like not bottles everywhere. And of course, because these dudes are roided up rageaholics, he immediately gets in a fight. The dude that just randomly swipes is, is Roy Jones Jr. Like, it's just, it's so fucking weird. It's like, he's not in the credits or like anything. It's just, here's this like nameless part. And it's like, hey, that's like a heavyweight, or, or, you know, light heavyweight boxer champion guy. You know, it's just like, holy uh-huh. shit. Anyway, so like, yeah, they have yet another fight here and it's okay, I guess. And yeah, and eventually they, they- like. You know, he but like all the, the other Universal Soldiers are like, we're gonna get in on this too, and we're gonna beat him up. And- yeah, like basically, like you know, for, for you know, Pitbull like gets the upper hand, and then everybody else is like, yeah, beat you know, Roy Jones Jr. to death on the floor, and then <laughs> uh, Jean Claude comes in and shoots his gun, and then it's just like everyone's like, oh, sorry, we got a little out of hand, and then he just goes over and finishes him off, and you know, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the gun. Uh, yeah, not, not, there's also a couple <laughs> scenes where Dolph is just in a room somewhere wearing a beret and giving uh, motivational speeches. Yep, he says the title at one point, which I wrote down specifically. I was like, "Hey, Dolph said the title." So, uh-huh. but well, again, you're just watching this. Like, does Dolph actually exist? Like, what the hell is this? Um, yeah, I. Mm, it's all knows? it's all just weird. But yes, basically, so like this dude is going to like try to murder Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins is trying to find out the truth and and skipping way to the end. Yeah, he's a Universal Soldier clone because they basically find the last version of him that I guess they thought was dead before they activated him. And it is surprised he's not. And this mm-hmm. is the one that was involved with the stripper lady Fantasia. I think her name was. Uh, I believe not, it was Fantasia. Not, not, yeah. not Cinnamon. Uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like so, like because at some point he's just like, yeah, you go, you're you're free now, like because you know yeah. they basically get to this cabin and like find other Scott Atkins and like have a right. little bit of a sit down and then you know new Scott Atkins murders old Scott Atkins. Uh, yeah, because other Scott Atkins had been making moves for Van Dam around town. He'd mm-hmm. been providing him with chemicals or something and a bomb or so. They they were planning some right. huge thing. Um, and he so found, he he found love in a stripper, and that broke his programming basically. Right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
so there's a scene that starts with a car chase mm-hmm. uh, through, I believe they're in either New Orleans or Baton Rouge. They are somewhere in uh, Louisiana, which I, I thought was interesting considering that the original Universal Soldier took place in Louisiana, parts right. of it anyway. Right. Um, and, it, and at first, like when they were going to that cabin, I'm like, are they going to Van Damme's family house? Like, are we going to see chunks of Dolph over here? And is this going to come like full circle in a weird way? Yeah. It doesn't. I like, but... to get, I like to get a Steve Buscemi Dolph mix. Uh, that really makes my garden grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so there's this car chase and I'm like, you know what? For this movie, this car chase is all right. And then the car chase ends and it continues on foot. And it's in this, they get thrown through this, plate glass window of the sporting goods store Mm -hmm. and it's about 30 seconds into this scene where scott atkins realizes he's scott atkins Mm -hmm. and holy shit i came out of my chair i was like oh my god this is great like finally he's doing it (laughs) he's being scott atkins yeah like when when he's doing like uh like just wire foo kick flips you know like just crazy fucking yeah. shit and like flinging barbells and at him look, and- <laughs> look and, and look i i want to back up because like maybe he's doing that i'm not saying it looks like something a human shouldn't be able to do that's why i'm saying it's wire foo but maybe scott atkins can do it i don't know i th- i think he did it okay sure yeah i mean <laughs> it looks really good yeah well i mean this i i'm i am on board with watching more more of him because yeah. like this movie like from like this this fight is badass and i love the fact that like everyone in the store is just kind of standing there at first like uh the fuck and then eventually like they all peace out and go outside like at first they're just kind of standing around like uh these two guys are going at it real hard with like you know metal t-ball bats um because this is where, oh my god yeah this is where like i think he actually finally murders pitbull right like it's yes. like yeah yeah he, like, ends he, pitbull he, he finally like you know unlocks his scott atkinsness and like you know, has his his true potential. He's reached his final form, if you will, <laughs> yeah, because he like basically of, yeah. finishes this dude by yeah throwing barbells and shit at him, and they they go through basically like every piece of glass in the place. I think, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and then yeah, eventually just like murders him with a bat. I think uh, I don't remember. I think he I think he does murder him murder his face entirely with a bat. Yeah, um, they. <sighs> And then, like, they go outside, and this dude just drives up, like, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, it's just yoinks that dude out of the car. Well, first he just stands in front of the car and holds his hand up, which, you know, like, I mean, when someone does that, it, you know, you have to imagine, like, something like that is coming next. You know, like, somebody em- emphatically yeah. waves you or stops you in the yeah. middle of the road. You have to imagine. Yeah, no, you drive around them. them. Yeah. <laughs> Just pro tip, but, uh, but yes, yeah. So like they, and I love that like they picked like the least conspicuous car, like or inconspicuous car. It's like this classic Mustang, you know, like right, you know, like red and black. It's just like you got, you know, like seriously, take a Taurus, you know, <laughs> production value. Yeah. Take a Honda Accord. Come on, like, something that's gonna blend. The deal was that guy gets to be in the movie. Sure. <laughs> we get to use his car, right? But yeah, so um, uh, and I think also, it's shortly like, after all this, the Universal Soldiers uh, have they, they now they have tracking devices in their neck. It used to be right. like in their thigh. Yes, because wasn't also, that a whole bunch of unpleasant sexual tension in all right. the other movies of like yeah, Van Damme would just drop trowel and yeah. then he's like, a hey, lady, cut the yeah, here's a knife. <laughs> Go search for my tracking thing around my taint. Uh, right. <laughs> they they taint tracking me. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, the other thing that's gone is like the the hot cold thing. Like, yep. Yeah. That's, that's totally that's not totally a thing. Gone 
yeah. from everywhere now. But yeah. Yeah. Because also like, you know, I don't think they were clones before. They were just like dead soldiers, you know, like exactly. Yes. They were so, just reanimated dead soldiers because they had the skills and right. now apparently we're just growing them because we Which find out this Scott Atkins is only like three weeks old. Right. And, and the whole like his family dying is a made up motivational right. thing that like basically I think the plot is that this other secondary thing led by quote unquote FBI guy um, was like, we've got to take out this rogue Unisol group that's like started a cult. And so like they planted this motivation in Scott Atkins head so that when he wakes up, it's like, I must kill Van Damme with all of my right. power, you know? So, and I think, cause like they were like, yeah, all right, you've done it now. We can take that memory out of your head. You know, they weren't even real. Cause spoilers he shoots the fbi guy at the very very end and like two seconds later another one climbs out of the car and like you know so it's it's very strange whatever weird adjustment bureau clone hat thing is happening here i don't know because like i don't really like he goes he goes down the bayou to this secret underground bunker where they're all hanging out and he meets the doctor who again i think is the same doctor from the last one Mm -hmm. who's like i'm the father of the unisol program i did this and and then he turns into cyborg he's like i'm gonna take away your pain what Mm -hmm. did they plant in you let me take away your pain (laughs) i'm gonna take away your pain with like a a a compound like drill press basically (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna drill press the pain right out of your head uh by drilling into it and letting it out uh to which he's like okay sure and then all of a sudden he shatners out and he's like, no, I need my pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and proceeds to go rage murder everyone in the place. Basically. Oh my God. He murders everyone. And even though, you know, the film technique that they're doing to make it look like it's all one shot, it's still pretty cool mm-hmm. that he's going from room to room. Just a dude will come in and he gets fucking Scott Atkins to death. And <laughs> then another dude will come in. And then finally he makes his way to Van Damme who has now painted his face like, like an Oreo, like he's half white, half black, but uh, across the, not the way the Star Trek is down uh-huh. the center of the no, face, no, no. the other way. You know what's really weird and distracting is with his bald head, all I kept thinking is that he looked like Darth Vader at the end of the Return of the Jedi when he yeah. took off his helmet and it was a shriveled up, <laughs> you know, pale, pasty ass white dude, you know, and it's yeah. just like, you know, because like it, it, that's what he looks like. He looks like he's got the Vader suit on the bottom and this pasty ass <laughs> bald head on top, you know, like. Yeah, I was just like, yep. what the fuck is going on? Yeah, anyway. Uh, but- be- before he gets to him, he does fight Dolph. Dolph mm-hmm. actually apparently exists because yep. he's like, hey, come on, soldier, let's fight. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and he, you know, he gets nice to Dolph meet up. you. Yeah, he gets nice <laughs> to meet you, like through the bottom of the jaw, like up through the top of the head, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it I don't know up. who that was. Who, who, which, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. any of this. Uh, but yeah, then he fights. He fights Van Damme in like a underground chapel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's lots of pew pews. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I, I kept saying that every because they kept throwing each other through the pews that they. Thing. I was like pew. pew. <laughs> they do, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, um, like, there's no actual pew pews. That's just no. Yeah, and yeah, then, but, yeah, and then like the coda is like he just goes and like sees the FBI guy again, shoots him, and it's like, yeah, you murdered my family. He's like, no, I made your family. He's like, yeah, and then you murdered him, blam, and right. then, like I said, two seconds later, another one gets out of the car. And yeah. It's just like, all right. I mean, well. the implication is basically Scott Atkins is now head of this whatever cult it is, whoever's left. He's now sure. in charge because I, he just hatched that dude. It's like, all right, FBI guy, I cloned you. Now you go back and I, I killed the one that killed my family, even though my family didn't, because it's all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I just want to go ahead and talk about this movie as a whole. Okay. Um, start to finish as a story, this movie is trash. Like mm-hmm. the, nothing makes nothing ever made any sense. 
start to finish. Like, as a three-act structured screenplay, none of this shit makes a lick of sense. However, the individual scenes all have their individual motivation, and most of them are compelling as shit, because, mm-hmm. I mean, you just understand what's going on in that sporting goods fight scene. It's, it's okay, he's got to realize he's a murder machine and fuck this guy up. Um... So I think, like, the sum of its parts is not good, but the parts are good. I like a lot of this movie. I just don't think, as a movie, it works, if that makes sense. Like, this is the most clip-worthy movie I think I've ever seen, because you could just yoink things out of this and say, check this out, and they might be confused, but they're not going to be any less confused if they watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate. I Okay, I was rather impressed with this uh, because it's different. It's trying something different. It's showcasing Scott Atkins, who is awesome from the same director as the last one. And it being 180 degrees different from that is impressive to me. I I just appreciate that they made, I don't know the 12th universal soldier movie. And someone said, what if it's not like all the other ones? I'm really impressed by this thing except for like I said as a whole it doesn't work I think the individual bits of it work a lot for me and I really enjoyed all the bits so to review the bits as a whole I'm giving it three jocks because I really enjoyed all of it I just think trying to explain it just now it's like I don't know (laughs) yeah he goes here to fight some dudes and yeah there's a lady along for the ride for a period of time for some reason sure I mean, to she give just, him someone to talk to. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I think historically the the ladies, the tag along ladies of the Universal Soldier movies have had a rather unfortunate lot in life, is in that like they don't have a lot to do. Um, uh-huh. yeah. So I mean, like she seems to have even less reason to exist. I mean, it's like her motivation is simply like. Yeah, I know you. You don't seem to know me. Anyway, let's go on an adventure. And it's like she kind of ceases to be useful. Like after that, it's just like she's a tie to his past, but like he doesn't remember it, and she's not imparting any wisdom. Well, you know? I, I think the thing that's interesting about that is that she was actually sleeping with the one they find in the cabin. Mm-hmm. Like this dude literally had no knowledge of her. For right. good. it's not like he had to remember her because right. he literally couldn't. Yes, she she was with the one that was in the cabin who had Correct. freaked out and was painting her face all over the walls because he couldn't remember what she looked like. Mm-hmm. I think that's also interesting because any other movie just has him finally remember. Oh, right. I was with you. You know, they they planted this stuff about family in my head. But really, it was you and me all along. Yeah. And that's not what this movie does. Yeah. So um, it's a it's a mess. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but. it, it kind of is. I mean. This is a weird one to review because like as an action movie, like from an action scene standpoint, yeah, there's a lot of terrific stuff in this, yep. um, especially for a low budget direct video kind of action movie like this is trying things. And we've we've said in the past, like, you know, succeed or fail, like trying something beyond like the asylum paint by numbers. This is how you make a movie style of direct video garbage. Like, mm-hmm. I will always appreciate that. But, you know, whether it works or not, you know, at least, you know, at least that you're trying something interesting even if it's just you know weirdly aping a very famous movie that even not you know even people that like aren't like film critics would probably go like this is very apocalypse now right like yeah. <laughs> you know it's just it's yeah i so... think you would even just have an idea of what that movie is in your head right 
even if you've never seen it, you're like, I think this is that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as a whole, it's kind of a mess. So I think I can, I think I can only give it two jocks, and that's like okay. being generous, super generous, if just for the quality of the action scenes. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it does make me excited to watch other Scott Atkins fare because, like, I yes. I feel like. I don't know if it's going to get any better from a story standpoint, but I definitely <laughs> would watch more of this dude kicking ass. Um, yeah, I just I think my my fear in, in watching this and granted, this is probably a really weird outlier in the Scott Atkins filmography because it's, a, you know, the the f- technically fourth sequel, but sixth overall actual sequel to or you okay. know, sequel to Universal Soldier, I think, or, you know, fourth universe. I don't know. Uh-huh. The credits say something like it's Unisol 4 or something like that at the end. But again, they're ignoring the the two Showtime ones or whatever. And I don't right. remember if there was other stuff, too, that they're ignoring out of that canon. But yeah, they're the, they're the two legit Van Damme ones, the mm-hmm. two TV sequels, and then these two. Right. OK. Peter, so, or John Hyams movies. So. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's being that you're making another one of those. I just, I think my, my fear is that I don't have a problem with graphic violence in a, in a, you know, an action movie. I just hope that they're not all that. Like, I mean, I hope some of them are just like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing cool, you know, martial arts shit. I'm not, I don't necessarily need to see him braining a dude every three <laughs> seconds. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I just hope that that's not like, that's his, way to set himself apart is like you know like everything's extremely graphic brutal all the time like i said it's it's fine from time to time you know it's just like i mean i I would kind of almost like to see the raid guys like try to do a movie that's not just like jesus god stuntmen are dying left and right you know like <laughs> i would just like to see like a, a jackie chan ask like wow that's awesome you know like it just was like not everything is like oh you know like you know that does get a little old i mean like when i was trying to watch like the night comes for us or whatever it was and not night comes for us uh, i don't know whatever it was mm-hmm. there's there, there was a weird like series of movies that all had very similar titles i feel like that didn't necessarily tell you what they were about but anyway that that last one like I, i'd watched that and like two other ones recently when i was like oh shit they made more movies like not necessarily with the you know the Gareth guy, I can't remember which one he is. Right, <laughs> I, know, right. I know there's Gareth Edwards and Gareth Evans or something like that. I can never which yeah. one, which one's which. Um, but yeah, it's like they made other ones. Okay, okay, oh, cool. And then like by the second or third one, I was like, oh, okay, I need to take a break. <laughs> like, <laughs> only so many times I can watch a dude get stabbed with like a random screwdriver that's laying on the ground like 16 times. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, like I, I said, I just I, I hope that that's like not his thing too you know that's i don't think his, it is i don't yeah. I, I think that's more of this movie's thing i don't think it's sure. a scott atkins thing so. like i said i mean I, i'm fine with it if it's some of them i just hope that's not like this is my mark is like these ultra graphic like hyper realistic right. like you know you know like let's rambo up jason Bourne, basically you know or it's just like let's like take the yeah. real realistic thing and then just like jesus god like i didn't i didn't even think about that like you know, like trying to kill a dude with a stapler you know <laughs> right yeah <laughs> <laughs> And not in the way you think. <laughs> yeah. I I also I think I think it's strange like that if you look at it, this movie is not a good Universal Soldier movie. If you are if you are attached to the lore or That's for any thing. of that, from a from a series standpoint, this this thing has got to be more of a mess than like Halloween. 
I mean, seriously, right. like, I mean, I have no idea what the fucking lore of a universal. There was one where I was like, oh, they're they're actually just cyborgs. <laughs> you know, like I was like, <laughs> right. you know, like, I was like, they actually are robots. And then I was like, no, that's just a HUD thing that they have on their eyes. I'm like, I, okay, I seriously don't know what the fucking universal soldier even is. Like, yeah. and that's that's a bit of a problem when like you're you're you can't even necessarily describe your core thing, your gimmick, right. you know, like. That's true. Like none of these movies d- did it well. Like none of them carried on. Like okay, this is still the thing. Mm-hmm. It, it seemed to be rewritten each time. But I, th- what I was gonna say is that I think it, it, it's weird because it's not a good quote unquote Universal Soldier movie. However, I think having the Universal Soldier stuff in it makes it more intriguing. Like if this had just been that some was, generic yeah. bullshit, it would have been like I don't really care. But I was super interested. Like. What the hell is going on here? Because last time we saw Van Damme, he was just like, peace out. I'm going to go live my life somewhere else. Bye now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, like, you know, a, to never, like, have a flashback scene of, like, how did Van Damme get to this point? Like, how did... Right. Like, I mean, if you're, you know, again, if fourth, sixth, seventh, eighth, twelfth movie, I don't know, whatever. But, like, your final one, if you're, like, we're flipping it on the script, your good guy that's been the good guy all along is now the bad guy. I need a little explanation, like how we, how do we get there? Or it's, he's a clone or, you know, it's not yeah. the real Luke Devereaux or, you know, I, whatever, like just give yeah. me something. Like, why me. is this guy who has literally been the hero of all right. the other films, sometimes played by a different actor, but still, why is he all of a sudden, you know, the bad guy? Right. And yeah, you know, then he just gets murked by this new guy and we still don't even know how we feel about him. Cause like, maybe he's the villain at the end. True. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's just, it's a, weird ass series and I, and I invoked the Halloween thing because like not knowing any more that I do this feels like the fucking season of the witch ep- you know because it's just like what the hell like this <laughs> this is a like I mean I had moments in this like not quite to the degree because now I've seen it 20,000 times and I'm not supposed to talk about it but like I, I talked about one of the things that was remarkable seeing Batman Begins the first time is like midway through that movie going oh yeah I'm watching a fucking Batman movie because like it's just so like <laughs> it wasn't by the book or you know like anything else you'd ever seen and it's it's right. an origin story where he's barely in the suit you know and it's like somewhere in the middle of this like when Dolph and <laughs> and uh, Jean Claude would go away I, you know I I have to have those moments of like oh yeah this is a fucking Universal Soldier movie like this is fucking <laughs> right. weird like. <laughs> I'm just having to remind myself, in the, not necessarily a good way. Like I'm not saying this is the Batman Begins of the Universal Soldier series. <laughs> no, I'm, that's exactly what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying that. Like at times, I'm like, this is a fucking Universal Soldier movie. <laughs> like, what the yeah. hell is this about? Yeah, it's weird. It, it doesn't it, work as one, and it doesn't work if it wasn't one. Yeah, but I don't know. Something about it is intriguing to me. I yes. I feel like I I. I've, I don't know. I feel like maybe this deserves a, a watch uh, like a year from now, knowing knowing everything I know about it now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like you start it from the beginning. You're like, oh, OK, I see what's going on here. It's probably not. No, probably <laughs> it's not. probably just a weak ass heart of darkness <laughs> pass on the script. And that's all it was. And mm-hmm. so I but yeah. So in looking out more about this movie, because I was I was very curious because I was like. Before I watched it, I thought it was the same director as the last one, and I was like, ugh, because like uh-huh. I was just not in the mood for that like, right, Bulgarian Express like you know <laughs> bombed out building action movie. Yep. Um But in I said all that to say, did you look at like this guy's other credits? Do you see what he has supposedly upcoming? John Hyams? No. Yeah. Okay. No. This lay it on me. <laughs> no, no. I mean, this is another thing like talking about breaking your brain. He is yeah. attached to, I think, direct the Maniac Cop 
reboot, requel, reimagining with okay. Nicholas Winding Refn being the executive producer. Yeah, I remember and that. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, I mean, like when I saw, I didn't remember that because, like, I saw that and I was like, the drive, like, yeah, you know, demon weird dude, like. Kinda there was half a day Baz- we were all excited about that before something else in the world went horribly wrong. But yeah, that was the thing that's happened. It was announced within the last like two years or so. Well, I just, I mean, like a guy that <laughs> like watching Beyond Demon was like, does he want to be Baz Luhrmann? Like, I don't understand what's happening right now. It's like Baz Luhrmann meets David Cronenberg is I feel like what this guy is going for. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when I saw that, I was like, my brain just broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. So anyway, yeah, I mean. You know, who's to say if that will ever happen or, you know, it's whatever. Maybe, maybe they saw this movie and were like, hey, we can't get the guy who made Upgrade. <laughs> get him. Sure. It's similar. And we kind of want that. Um, I, A Maniac Cop with this tone would be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work as a show, but. <laughs> Is it a show? I thought it it's was a, a series. Oh, yeah. Is it a series? Okay. I yeah. An hour each an hour each week of not Robert Zadar yeah. walking through walls and shit. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't wait till like episode three when it's just like the defenestration special. <laughs> yeah. They will break so much glass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean if like, you're a pane of glass, you don't want to watch episode three. <laughs> yeah, I just I wanna see like I just need to see the police precinct at some point. And if it's just all glass walls and everything, I'd be like, I'm in for this show. <laughs> I know what's happening eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the, <laughs> the deciding factor right there. Uh, uh, speaking of deciding factors, you've made a good deciding factor to give us a dollar at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's how you get this show. And uh, you're listening to it because you, you paid us. Thank you for your donation. We appreciate it. Uh, keeps going. If you're listening to this, in the far-flung future, uh, you want to go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us a dollar, and then you can listen to this shortly after it's live. Right. When the, re- when the rest of the people do, instead of when it's not relevant. Right. I mean, occasionally we will make, <laughs> you know, topical references that, like, you know, six months, a year, whatever it is, like, it's behind now. Like, you'll just be like, oh, what? Why is he yeah. talking about the Harlem Shake? And it's like... <laughs> Right. Come on, that was that was relevant for the twenty seconds that I made that reference. Yeah, it's like old Simpsons episodes that yeah. tried to be relevant, but because the animation process took a year to do, it was like I had that reference, no, bad. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So uh you want you wanna be you wanna be hip and fresh and relevant and join us each week here at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Thank you very much for supporting us. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week with another episode of your choosing, because that's what we do also. Mm-hmm. Uh, until then, I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra. Out. <laughs>